bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hi everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China halves stamp duty on securities trading to boost the capital market, and industrial firms see profits decline narrow in July. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. The finance ministry said in a brief statement on Sunday it was reducing the 0.1% duty on stock trades in order to invigorate the capital market and boost investor confidence. Stocks in the Asian market opened sharply higher on Monday, and equities also rallied in Hong Kong in early trading. Many brokers' stocks surged by the 10% limit on optimism over the increased trading activity. The yuan edged higher while government bond fell. The cut is the country's first such reduction since 2008, when the Chinese authorities reduced the rate of the stamp duty from three per thousand to one per thousand. Historically, the adjustment to the stamp duty on securities transactions had received positive feedbacks from the capital market, boosted a considerable increase in China's stock market. China's stamp duty is currently levied unilaterally on the seller at the rate of one per thousand of the transaction amount of the stock transaction, the lowest in history and the lowest compared with other countries that levy stamp duty. Cutting the stamp duty has an immediate effect and has a distinctive positive orientation on the capital market, as it will produce the same benefits as tax-reducing policies, which is raising the number of small and medium investors in the capital market that is mainly dominated by these investors. Experts noted, the Asian market has more than 220 million individual investors, accounting for nearly 99.8% of the total number of investors. Along with the finance ministry move, the China Securities Regulatory Commission on Sunday also rolled out measures to show up confidence in listed companies. China will slow the pace of initial public offerings and further regulate major shareholders' share reductions, the CSRC said. Meanwhile, the minimum margin ratio of financing for purchasing securities will be lowered from 100% to 80% in China, according to a statement by the Shanghai Stock Exchange, Shenzhen Stock Exchange, and Beijing Stock Exchange on Sunday, which will take effect after shares close on September 8. Chinese industrial enterprises reported smaller profit declines in July compared with June, indicating the overall manufacturing sector is steadily improving with the country's sustained efforts to shore up economic recovery. The National Bureau of Statistics said on Sunday, the combined profits of industrial firms with yearly business revenues of at least 20 million yuan. Fell 6.7% year-on-year to 556.1 billion yuan, marking an improvement from the 8.3% drop in June. The NBS data showed gross profit reached 3.94 trillion yuan in the first seven months, a decline of 15.5% year-on-year, which was 1.3 percentage points less than the January to June reading. In the first seven months, among the 41 industrial categories. Profits rose for 13 categories but fell for 28 others. The NBS data showed. China announced to scrap negative results of COVID-19 for inbound travelers starting Wednesday. Travelers entering China will no longer need to provide a negative PCR test or antigen test result from August 30. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Wang Wentao told reporters Monday. 
China on Sunday issued a document aiming to encourage the research and development sector to hire more young talent to finance those under the age of 40 in key projects. The document said the proportion of core staff under the age of 40 in research projects should be at least 50%, and it should steadily expand the support range of the National Natural Science Foundation of China, targeting projects with young talents to more than 45%. The age limit of national key research project applications will be relaxed to 40, and there will be no restrictions related to professional rank or education background. Moving on to some regional highlights. The investment deals worth 84.48 billion yuan were reached during the 14th China Northeast Asia Expo, which concluded Sunday in Changchun, capital of Northeast China Sealing Province. A total of 99 projects were signed during the five-day expo, setting a new record in terms of project investment scale, according to organizers. Themed Joint Development of Northeast Asia in Cooperation for the Future, the expo saw the offline participation of over 20,000 merchants from 123 countries and regions. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future Hong Kong will set up a working group to look into ways to boost stock market liquidity, with details to be announced soon, Chief Executive John Lee said on Sunday. Financial Secretary Paul Chan will lead the group, which is expected to start working quickly, Lee said. The group will provide recommendations to increase the liquidity of our stock market to strengthen our competitiveness as an international financial centre, he said. The first flight of China's Shenzhen Airlines newly launched direct flight routes linking Shenzhen with Barcelona, Spain, departed from Shenzhen in the early hours Monday, the second direct flight to Europe operated by Shenzhen Airlines, following its Shenzhen to London route. The route is scheduled to operate twice a week on Mondays and Fridays, with a one-way flight duration of approximately 14 hours. It brings the airline's total number of international and inter-regional direct routes departing from Shenzhen to 12. Next on industry and company news. The number of internet users in China has touched 1.079 billion as of June 2023, an increase of 11.09 million since December 2022, with an internet penetration rate of 76.4%, according to a report released by the China Internet Network Information Center on Monday. Regarding internet applications, as of June 2023, the user scale of instant messaging, internet video and short videos stood at 1.047 billion, 1.044 billion and 1.026 billion respectively. China's daily box office revenue exceeded 100 million yuan for six late consecutive days as of Sunday, according to China's ticketing platform Maoye. And the total box office for the summer movie season exceeded 20 billion yuan as of Saturday. Shares in X-Bank surged around 16% in early Monday trade after the Chinese electric car company said it will acquire ride-hailing giant Didi's smart electric vehicle unit and the two companies will form a strategic partnership. As part of the deal, which could be worth as much as 744 million US dollars, X-Bank will launch an A-Class model next year under a new brand currently called Mona, aiming to expand in the mass market segment. Didi will acquire around 3.25% of X-Bank shares under the deal, which could increase depending on whether production and sales targets are fulfilled. 
Chinese EV giant BYD said on Monday its unit struck a deal with US-based manufacturing firm Jabal Inc. Singaporean division to buy its mobility business in China for 15.8 billion yuan. The deal would expand BYD Electronics' customer base, product portfolio and its business of smartphone components and boost its growth as it looks to capture the potential growth in the sector. Jabal Circuits, which manufactures printed circuits board, established a unit this month with product manufacturing business in Chengdu and Wuxi, which will now be sold to the Chinese EV maker. Earnings Reports Express Sinopec saw its net profit for the first half of the year slip 19.4% to 36.1 billion yuan from a year ago, primarily attributed to lower oil prices and weakened fuel demand. The world's largest refiner by capacity reported interim revenues of 1.59 trillion yuan, down 1.1% from the year earlier level. Its operating profit fell 14.7% year-on-year to 53.7 billion yuan. During the period, Sinopec processed a total of 126.5 million tons of crude oil, up 4.8% versus a year ago, and its refined fuel sales rose 18.5% to 116.6 million tons, the company said in its stock filing. And Sinopec said in a separate statement that it plans to spend 800 million yuan to 1.5 billion yuan on a share buyback on the Asia market. China Pacific Insurance posted a 8.7% decline in net profit to 18.33 billion yuan in the first half of the year compared to the same period last year. Operating income was up by 6.5% year-on-year to 175.5 billion yuan, of which insurance revenue grew by 7.4% to 134.06 billion yuan, the company said. Value of new business in live insurance jumped by 31.5% to 7.36 billion yuan with a net book value margin rising 2.7 percentage point to 13.4%. Written premiums climbed by 2.5% to 169.6 billion yuan. Assets under management rose by 6.9% to 2.84 trillion yuan at the end of June. Switching is financial news. Assets under the management of China's public offering fund totaled 28.8 trillion yuan by the end of July 2023, data from the Asset Management Association of China showed. By the end of last month, a total of 11,039 public offering funds were being operated by 144 fund management companies, the association said. The scale of closed-end funds near 3.75 trillion yuan, with open-end funds at about 25.06 trillion yuan, the data reviewed. China Securities Regulator approved the launch of 37 retail funds over the weekend, part of government efforts to revive the stock market. The newly approved funds, which will guide fresh capital into the market, include 10 exchange-traded funds that track the small-cap CSI 2000 index and 7 tech-focused ETFs, according to the CSRC website. China's housing and financing regulators co-issue a circular on Friday saying that they have left it to city-level government to decide if families that own no property in the region are to be treated as first-time home buyers eligible for favourable mortgage conditions. 
The circular said people who own no home now may be treated as first home buyers for the purposes of favorable mortgage conditions if the local level government so decide. Wrapping up real quick, local stock markets. Chinese stocks rose on Monday after regulators cut a levy on stock trades for the first time since 2008, with total market turnover exceeding 1 trillion yuan for the first time in three weeks. The benchmark Shanghai Composite gained 1.1% and the Shenzhen component added 1%. Offshore investors sold 8.2 billion yuan in A shares through northbound trading. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index also closed 1% higher, while the tech index jumped 1.7%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.